You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. Make sure to rate the podcast and share with your friends. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. We have something for all ages or online at 10 a.m. Make sure to check out our live groups or small groups. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from our children's director, Chrissy Bernard, on BBS Sunday. All right. Good morning, everyone. Um, I wanted to say uh, Trey came in when I was in the refrigerator. So what else was the answer is supposed to be butt food, right? But my favorite thing about VBS is truly seeing these kids having fun and learning about Jesus and the volunteers that come out every year and is just a huge help to um, put something like this together. And um, I just thank you guys. So, um, this is going to be hard because my, I was going to start this with a joke, so. <laughs> um, so, my joke is, where is, or who is the most business savage person in the Bible? It was Pharaoh's daughter. She went down to the bank of the Nile and pulled out a little prophet. <laughs> Um, so I titled this message, um, Sink, Swim, or Float. So I do ask you guys, how are you doing on this sea of life in your boat when Satan is attacking you guys and he's putting holes in your boats? Are you guys, um, sinking? Are you guys swimming? Are you floating? Um, say, see, Satan is roaming to and fro and he's seeking to devour each one of you guys. First Peter 5.8 says, be sober-minded, be watchful, your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Go back and say, he prowls around seeking someone, meaning he's after you guys. He's after marriages, he's after families, he's after churches, he's after schools, he's after you guys to devour you guys. Um, I did a little bit of a history lesson and um, I had found this story about, he was called the unsinkable stoker. And if you don't know what a stoker is, what he did, he, would, um, he was in the broiler room and he would uh, shovel coal into the engine to make the boat go. And he was classified as the unsinkable stoker and his name was Arthur John Priest. And um, if you were a stoker, you were in the area where it flooded first and it was the farthest away from any safety getting out. Like, so at least five times he came out alive and he didn't go down. In 1911, he, the, his boat collided with another ship. It sank, killed 600, he didn't sink. In 1912, he was on the Titanic. We all know what happened there, right? He didn't sink. In 1916, he, another collision, and they were in war at this time, and they took fire on each other, sank, but he didn't sink. In 1916, again, he, the boat he was on hit a sea mine. He didn't sink. In 1917, he, his ship was torpedoed by another ship. Guess what? He didn't sink. He died later in life in his sleep, um, but in reality, with everyday life, we are truly sinkable, but 
with Jesus, he keeps us afloat. So back to my title where are you a sinker or are you a swimmer? Um, I have a few questions that you guys take serious because if you're a swimmer, you're going to pretty much swim away from any problems that you guys may come against, right? So instead of staying put and allowing God to be the sovereign person in your life, allowing him to rule over your life, you kind of swim away from it, right? So I ask you, are you seeking the will more than God? Are you um, making him fit your narrative instead of letting him write your story? Are you, coming, cutting off, are you cutting off friends, not ones who influence you to live more holy or more righteous? Is that who you're cutting off and becoming friends that are more influential on the not so good way? Are you cutting church out of your life? Are you conforming to the ways of the world, which in my small amount of time here, because I'm real young, <laughs> um, that, uh, over the years, I, you know, we've noticed people conforming more to the ways of the world, which is really, really sad, and it, it breaks my heart. Um, are you allowing things to enter your mind and your heart that's really not okay? So um, the next video is going to come up, and everything is not beneficial for you guys, okay? If you think it's good, it may not be good. So here's the video. It's about that movie, okay? Son, we've already talked about the movie. I know we already talked about the movie, okay? But just hear me out, okay? Some of my friends are going to see the movie, mm -hmm. okay? And so what I'm saying is, I know the message of the movie does not coincide with the message of the Bible, okay? I'm aware of that. But it's just a little message, okay? It's just a little bit, so I don't think it matters, okay? And there, I know, there is some gore in the movie, okay? But listen, it's just a little gore, just a little, okay? And I know it's not real, okay? And there's some cuss or as you would say, language in the movie, okay? And I know that, but it's just a little language, okay? And I know it's not real, okay? And there's some nudity, Son. okay? Don't let me hear me, let me finish, okay? It's just a little nudity, it's just a little, and I know it's not real. Son. No, Dad, please, please, can I please go see the movie, please? Okay. I knew it! You don't ever let me do anything. I don't even know why I asked you son, what! Son, I said, you can go see the movie. <laughs> You're the best dad ever. Thanks. Okay, well, I knew we were gonna have this conversation, so I decided that I would make you my famous brownies. <laughs> These have been in the family for generations, for decades. Thanks. I'm gonna take it with me and sneak it in the theater. <laughs> no, 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 no. Son, I want you to go ahead and eat the brownie now. Okay? Huh? Yeah, I want you to go ahead and eat it now. Okay. Same great ingredients that I've always put in the brownie, son. Since you were a little kid, mm. eggs, the cocoa, the butter, the flour, the vanilla. But I added something this time. Just a little bit of something, but you I added something. You shouldn't mess with perfection. Well, that's kind of my point, son. Mm. Yeah. Was it paprika? No. Was it allspice? No. Was it allspice? No. What was it? Dog poop. Dog poop. It is dog poop. Mm. From the big dog or the little dog? Little dog. Mm. 
That's a load off. Can, why would you? Son, it's just a little bit. It shouldn't affect the whole batch. It's just a little bit. I get it. What? No. What? The next time you don't want me to go see a movie, just say, son, don't go see the movie. Don't feed me poop brownies. I don't even want to see the movie now. I just want to go get something to drink. There better be lemonade in the refrigerator. So at the end of that scripture said, I will be mastered by nothing. Okay, so what are you guys feeding your mind and your hearts? Are they positive, encouraging things? Are they your Bible? Are they uh, prayer life? You know, so we need to really, we need to truly seek God and ask him what to show us that grieves him. What grieves his heart? What makes him sad? So to be honest, depending on your guys' circumstances, a lot of us are probably sinking or we're probably swimming when we should be floating. So God wants to throw you guys a life preserver to grab a hold of, kind of like he wanted to throw Pastor Robert a life preserver when he started falling in that song. <laughs> um, so God will help us in our time of troubles. Um, I did turn 48 this week, okay? It didn't kinda, 48 wasn't maybe the kindest to me. I broke my toe on Saturday. I took a fall down here. My mom went to the hospital Friday night. And, um, but you know what, God's still good. God, God loves me, God cares for me, he's still good. And he'll still help me in whatever troubles I'm going through. And in Isaiah 43, two, it says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you when you walk through fire and shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you. A few weeks ago, um, I was having a rough couple weeks, I'd say. Um, just life. Um, and I actually had to cry out to God. I said, God, why? I said, I didn't sign up for this. I didn't ask for this. But in that moment, he reminded me that day, he said, it's all for the testing of your faith. So in James 1, 2 through 4 says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking for nothing. I never lack for anything at all. God provides everything I need. Still hasn't been a bed of roses. I told you what happened this week. But he wanted me to truly recognize his presence is always with me. And we have to rely on his Holy Spirit for help. Now it's a little bit of story time. We're going back in the Bible days. And um, this story is brought to you from Mark 4, 35 through 41. Stories of the Bible. Jesus calms the storm. This is Jesus. Hey who is the Son of God and the Savior of the world. While Jesus was on earth, he taught everyone about God's love and healed people from their sickness. He did many miracles like walking on water. Oh, hey guys. And even raised people from the dead. 
One day after preaching to a crowd of people, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. You got it. So they got into a boat and started out. Other boats followed him too. And as they sailed across, Jesus fell asleep. Uh-oh. But soon a fierce storm came down on the lake. The boat was filling with water and they were in real danger. The disciples went and woke Jesus up, shouting, Hey, wake up! Save us! We are going to drown! Don't you care if we drown? Jesus responded, Why are you afraid? You have so little faith. Then he got up and rebuked the wind and waves, saying, Silence, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, Where is your faith? The disciples were terrified and amazed. Who is this man? They asked each other. When he gives the command, even the wind and waves obey him. So I do ask you, where is your faith? What's, what is wild about that? If you think about it, the disciples, they were traveling with him before he got in the boat. So they had seen all the wonders and the miracles he did, but yet with him physically being there, they didn't think he could save them. And so that's kind of like us sometimes that Yes, Jesus ascended to heaven, but he left his Holy Spirit for us to, to help us and he can save us. So I do ask you, where is your faith at times? He wants you guys to pursue him and fully trust him. He wants our hearts. He wants it, our undivided hearts. He wants us to dive deeper with him. So when Satan does attack, we can stand firm in our faith. And as the um, band is gonna sing, um, from foundation, I ask you, do you need a stronger walk with Jesus? Come to the altar. If you need Jesus as your savior, come to the altar. Grab someone. We'll pray with you guys. So I just ask you, if you've never asked Jesus into your heart, come to the altar. Listen to the song as it talks getting your firm foundation. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. Make sure to rate the podcast and share with your friends. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. We have something for all ages or online at 10 a.m. Make sure to check out our live groups or small groups. 